Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. It's CRC Music featuring Tzidi on this one, God of the Overflow. It's 11 minutes after 1 o'clock on Radio Pulpit. On a Tuesday afternoon, Papatini standing in for Smongi Lemofuking this wonderful uh, Tuesday afternoon. Thank you so much. Um, I saw a message. Good afternoon, my dear, the visitor and the entire family. Enjoy your slot. Humbling song selections. Thank you so very much. Uh, that is uh, Pastor Homozo. Pastor Homozo, thank you so much. I just can't read the entire name, but it's Pastor P.S. Homozo. Um, thank you so very much. God bless you. Really, really appreciate uh, that. We get straight into our chat. We're speaking this afternoon, the art of communication in marriage. This is part four. And, you know, they've been communicating um, different um, levels of communications and, and other important things that can practically help us uh, in marriage. Dr. Semi Mukwena, good afternoon. Thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, good afternoon, Austin Paul, and good afternoon to family. Again, a privilege, really, and a blessing um, to be with family this afternoon. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so we're talking the art of communication and marriage. Maybe just a quick recap and then get into what we are speaking about today. Yeah, um, maybe it, it's very important that I think we do a recap, uh, I think, just uh, for family to remember um, just uh, where we started. I think the important uh, part to start with was to um outline to family that uh, communication is an art um a lot of us think that uh, we have innate ability to communicate um and while that might be true but we realize that uh, that ability is limited if we don't grow it um and we, we describe and discuss with family uh, the keys of communication to say that um, if we do not communicate properly, if we don't learn to communicate, if we don't practice uh, communication, uh, that's where most of the marital issues and relationship issues lie or um, um, uh, emanate from. And I think we went to uh, um, the levels of communication last week, five levels of the, of communication that we discussed with uh, family. Um, one level number one was a casual uh, conversation, and here we said it was just a superficial uh, type of communication that you can have with anybody. Number two, we said is the uh, collegial um, uh, or partnership type of communication. That's level two. Here, it's more about reporting. It's more about um, you don't offer a lot of your personal information. Uh, it's a type of discussion that you have with your normal colleague. And then number three, we said it's conflict resolution. So that's a level where we now get to know each other, uh, but now we resolve issues that would have developed from our collegial level. And then level four, we spoke about con- uh, connection. And here we express our ideas and opinions and decisions. Um, we have specific intention when you communicate at this level. But also there is a level of personal risk that is involved um, in this one. And then we said the last one um, is uh, your intimate or your confidential 
Um, here we share at all levels, and we shared the Genesis um, 2.24, uh, that they were naked and not ashamed. Here, um, there is no barriers to what we share, we discuss, um, and also we now understand our communication styles, our communication, um, non-verbal and verbal um, communication. And this, we said, this um, levels of communication um, you grow them. You don't just start with the confidential. You don't just start with the connection. And we said that the problem sometimes, often for we struggle, I think, in our relationships and particularly in our marriages is because um, we want to move quicker to the confidential and the connection mm-hmm. without deepening the lower levels of mm-hmm. communication. And it's very important to when we our communication has grown to the level of confidential or intimate communication, um, the issues of trust, the issues of honesty are no longer a problem. Um, and a lot of times we want to fix the honesty, we want to fix the trust issues without deepening our level of communication. And we don't understand the more you deepen the level of communication, the lesser the issues in terms of conflict, in terms of uh, mistrust in terms of um, uh, dishonesty because at these levels of communication we connect regularly and with the connection we confide with each other uh, regularly. So I think that's where we ended with the family last week with the five levels of uh, communication. Five levels of communications. And what are we covering today? I think today I want maybe to sort of uh, um, discuss, I thought we'll bring it to a close, but the more we discuss, the more the Lord lays uh, things in my heart mm-hmm. uh, about the communication. Um, so today I just wanted to talk about communication barriers. What are the issues? What are the common um, issues that prevent us or that mm-hmm. uh, create barriers uh, for the communication? Because um, sometimes uh, family might be asking me, why am I not reaching that intimate, uh, confidential level of communication? Or why uh, am I not reaching that level four of communication where we connect through co- uh, uh, communication? And maybe today I wanted to outline um, uh, those uh, communication barriers and maybe later we can, uh, when God allows, talk about the enablers of um, uh, uh, communication. Lovely. Let's get straight into it. What are those communication barriers because i think you put it so nicely that communication is essential especially those thorough steps you took us through what are those barriers that you know prevent us from communicating i think the 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 first um, barrier that i want to tackle out um and i think it's important that we tackle this one because it's quite common is i would maybe just to make it simple, assumptions Mm. um, as a big issue of Mm. a communication uh, barrier. A lot of times because we have been together in a relationship or we've been together in marriage, we tend to develop over-familiarity with each other. And that creates a level of assumptions that we start having about people. Um, We start assuming that we know what our partner thinks. So Mm. before... They even complete a sentence before they share an idea, before they come to a decision. 
you are already uh, responding uh, uh, to what uh, you thought they were going to say. And that always created a barrier because even if uh, what they were going to say um, is different, then the argument becomes the assumptions that you mm. have. Um, uh, we, we, um, you find that the husband assumed not only that his wife knows, but also sometimes the wife assumes that the husband knows yes. what they are thinking. And often these assumptions uh, we make about um, uh, 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 each other. We, we, we tend to make the worst assumptions uh, for our partner than we make for ourselves. And that always uh, creates a problem. So um, we love to assume the best about ourselves, but the, the worst, worst about, about others. others. <laughs> and I know sometimes you'll assume, uh, you, I'm so guilty of this, you'll assume the other partner knows, um, you know, I don't know, maybe what you're feeling or what you're thinking at the time because you've been through the same thing w- without even vocalizing it. You just assume that, no, this person should know what I'm feeling, what I'm going through without even saying anything. And what are the dangers? Because ah, I'm sure this will definitely lead lead us into trouble. It, it will definitely lead us into <laughs> trouble. And um, we must remember that uh, the big issue about assumption is that um, we have already made a decision or a conclusion mm. regarding a matter. And every time when you have made a conclusion regarding a matter, it prevents discussion, um, but also it prevents further interventions to happen. And we must be really careful um, uh, in making sure that we allow our partners uh, to ventilate and to express themselves before we come to a decision. Because the reason we communicate, it's, it's as I said, through the different levels. We communicate sometimes to share in, information. We communicate sometimes for conflict resolution. Sometimes we communicate uh, to um, uh, share responsibilities. Uh, but also, as we grow the level, we communicate to connect with each other. And lastly, we communicate to confide in each other. And so if we don't allow that flow of communication, we prevent the connection that we could have had, we prevent uh, the deepening of the level of trust that we could have had had with each other. And it's very important that we make sure that we open uh, that portal of channel uh, um, for each person to be able to express whatever that they have in their heart without you assuming or already concluding what you are going to say. And this is important that we um, teach each other uh, to allow any, you know, your partner to express whatever that they want to say without uh, judgment, prior uh, judgment. You know, the, um, the book of Proverbs 18.13 says uh, something very important. It says, he who gives an answer before he hears, mm-hmm. it is fully and shame to him. Uh, and so it, it means that whatever that you are saying before you hear, the Bible um, term or the Bible define you as a as a as a as a fool, if I have to use that way, but also as a person who is bringing shame to yourself, because when you discover that that which you have assumed is wrong. Uh, now you are the one who takes the blame. So it, that's why it is important 
that we are able. That's what the Bible says. We must be uh, quick to hear, but very slow uh, to respond. And by doing that, we, um, we teach ourselves not to assume up until our partner um, have ventilated or have expressed themselves um, you know, based on whatever that they wanted to share with us. So assumptions are very important, and I think um, especially as we grow in relationships, because we've been with each other for so long, we tend to think on the, on the behalf of our partner and we reduce uh, them to our thinking, not to who they are, because we don't allow them to express themselves or to say that which... Uh, they wanted to say. So assumption is one of those that really is a communication killer that you must really uh, look out for, that am I not assuming in how I respond? Mm -hmm. I hear and understand. I did say last time that communication is not about, it's not conversation. While conversation is part of of, uh, communication, Uh, with communication, it's not only that we are conversing with each other, but there is an element of understanding. So the mm. issue is, while I have listened to what you are saying, but do I understand what you yeah. are saying? I'm not and just listening to respond. Mm. It's very important to ask your partner, do I understand what you are saying before you respond? Sure. So, so important. It's 24 minutes after 1 o'clock on Radio Pulpit. We're joined on the line by Dr. Semi Mugwena, um speaking to us this afternoon about communication barriers, one being assumptions. And like we said, these will definitely get, get you into trouble. Um, what are, what's the second one, you know, that the barrier, those barriers that, um, that prevent us from communicating? The second one of important is um, also very common is um, I, 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 I will just term it as exaggeration. Mm. But here is the use of superlatives of strong language. Um, you know, there's nothing irritating, I think, to a spouse mm-hmm. or that shuts down the ability to communicate well. And when you start, you know, using things like you always mm. or you never or every time, um, such languages uh, already, again, like we did with assumptions, put your partner in a particular uh, bracket or in a particular box before we can deal with anything. If you say you are always late, if you say uh, you never listen, if you say um, every time uh, you say this and all of that, that creates already it shuts down. And we sometimes use it uh, so casually without understanding the impact on it. In the heat of a communication, if one of the partners already or one of the spouse already say you always, it creates in the spouse who's, who is told always for them to be defensive because you are you are already correct you are attacking their character. That's yeah, what I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to say because when you say you always or you never, you are defining them. It means now you are talking about their character, and you find that we never deal with the issue at hand. We start defending our character because mm. now. You are attacking me rather than uh, dealing with the issue. Um, you know, in, in the language of sport, they say uh, you are not uh, playing the ball; you are playing the man. Yeah. And as a result, that evokes 
uh, emotions. And that's why it's very important that we avoid this superlative terms, this, um, you know, exaggeration, because truth be told, we know that it's not always, um, it's, not, it's never, we know that it's not every time. And, but because of our anger, because of our emotion, it's as if that it's always. And again, understanding the scripture verse that we mentioned, that with our mouth we speak life and death, when you're already proclaiming and declaring that, you are causing that whatever that you want to discuss uh, to remain an issue because you have already defined it as an always issue, you define it as a never issue, or as an every time issue. So it's very mm. important that we are careful with how we, especially at the heat of the moment, how we define the issue and that we don't attack uh, the character uh, of our partner or of, or of your spouse. And um, it, it's very important that we avoid this uh, traumatic statement. Yeah. And could it be that it's it's unresolved issues in a sense? You always do a certain thing. Could it be that I haven't addressed it with this particular person and therefore using this particular term, you always, uh, you never. Uh, could could that be bringing other unresolved issues maybe? Now that we're fighting about this, now you're bringing everything else up out. Very much true, uh, and I think that's part of the you know, uh, communication barriers, I think the last one that we, we, we'll talk about, uh, that uh, such terms, it means we have not, uh, resolve issues, but also it means you don't think they can be resolved because you are defining them as an always issue, as a never issue, as a every time issue. In my own um, opinion, I think it's only God who has a right to say always, never, mm. um, you know, every time because God knows our past, but also God knows our future. But I don't have a right to say always to always to my wife, you always do this because I'm. I'm limiting uh, the ability for whatever the situation is to change. And I'm speaking that with my own mouth. So mm. it's very important that even if it happens a lot of times, even if it happens regularly, even if it happens often, we must still be able not to label it as a always because we believe and we have true faith that this can still change. And so I'm not going to say you always. I'll say um, oftentimes or I'll say um, it has happened before rather than uh, defining it as a character issue that cannot be uh, dealt with. Sure. It's uh, 1.30 on 6.57 a.m. We are with Dr. Semimu Now we're going to take a musical break, make our way back. Uh, interesting stuff. You definitely don't want to miss out. Communication uh, barriers is what we are speaking about. I will make our way back and continue with the third. Um, we'll continue with the third. Uh, Dr. Semi on the other side of Tamela Man. Take me to the king. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082 657 2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082 657 2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082 657 2729 and our care center will gladly contact you 
to pray for you. It's Tamela Man on Radio Pulpit this afternoon, the Tuesday edition of Heart to Heart. Bobutini standing in for Sbongile Mofoking on 657 AM. And we are in conversation with Dr. Semi Mokwena. Um, right here on 657 AM on the arts of communication and marriage. And today focusing on communication barriers, those communication barriers. Um, and if you have just joined us, where have you been? Uh, we still have a lot to discuss, so don't you worry. Um, let's pick up where we left off, uh, Dr. Semi. We, we spoke about communication barriers assumptions, exaggeration, you know, those words that we throw so randomly and they don't always lend well. Very true. Um, and I think we, we really need to start correcting how we speak and I think we've been, um, it's been the emphasis of the uh, of this series to say it's an art we must just not think that we speak words. The Bible has already told us that in words God has you know, place life and death. And I think the third barrier in communication, Alfonso, is um, blame, or I would put it another way in terms of this disrespectful judgment. Um, it, it already starts communication when, um, before we can deal with the issue, um, that um, or a spouse is already apportioning fault to the other spouse. We must remember that when, especially in conflict resolution, um, the, our communication must focus on the issue that we are dealing with. And I have mentioned to family um, a lot of times that the Bible in the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 1, tells us um, that the Lord made um, a burn, and the Bible says in his own mission, the Bible says then he blessed them. So the blessing was on the unit. Um, the blessing was not just on the individual, but the blessing was on the unit. And sometimes we don't realize the depth of this, that the devil attacks the unit. The Bible says the two shall become one. What the devil always wants is to divide and conquer, is to make sure that somebody blames the other so that we don't win. The Bible says when they were building the Tower of Babel in Genesis um, uh, 11, that uh, God, when he observed, he himself, the creator of the universe, uh, says, when they are like this, they shall surely do it. Um, so it, it. And we don't understand that one of the big attacks on marriage that the devil puts is to divide us. And a lot of times in communication, if we are not aware, that the first thing that starts to break the communication is when we start blaming each other. Um, when the Bible says uh, in Genesis 2.18 that um, uh, the, uh, when the Bible says that the, the Lord said, it is not good for a man to be alone. I will create for him a help need or a suitable partner. That word, the kind of commando. It means the one who fights alone, not the one who fights against. So mm. it means you and your spouse, you are on the same side of the battlefield. Yeah. And what the devil always wants is for you to face each other and start fighting each other. And, uh, and that's where marriage and that's where communication breaks because once we have an issue that we need to discuss 
and you start blaming, it shuts the voice of whoever is being blamed down, or it uh, uh, raises uh, their uh, uh, voice that we end up not dealing with the issue, but we end up dealing um, with each other. And that's, that's always what the devil wants us to do, um, is that we fight each other and never deal with the issue and uh, uh, because he knows the power of unity. So we must really be extremely careful in how we communicate that we don't apportion blame uh, to your partner uh, before we have discussed the issue and come to a conclusion that uh, this is what has happened and this is what we both of us now going forward going to do. And I think a lot of times when you start saying that uh, it's you, um, uh, and as I said, you use words as if you always, it's your fault. And, and it's important that based on the conversation and uh, family must understand, uh, I'm not saying that you must not take responsibility. I think it's important and it shows maturity, I think, of a person, but also communication, if I can take responsibility on what I have done. But it is not always that in communication, to point out who is wrong. We must point out mm. what is wrong and deal with what is wrong. Because even if we can point out who is wrong, until we deal with what is wrong, the who is wrong will never be solved. Sure. And a lot of times we focus on dealing with who is wrong and miss what is wrong. And ultimately the problem continues first up, up until it creates bitterness, hatred, and ultimately it destroys and eats marriage. So we must be careful that when we communicate, we are not blaming each other. Uh, we are discussing the issue uh, uh, at hand. So that, I think, is also very important that we note as a communication barrier. Sure. And I suppose it's easy to fall into a trap, um, like you've actually mentioned of focusing on each other, uh, and like you said, we're supposed to be on the same team, but it's easy to um, now start pointing fingers, fighting each other, instead of the actual problem. It, it's very easy, and especially, uh, I was when you are the one who believes you are not at fault. Mm. You, you can quickly start blaming, uh, but the problem is when the same thing is turned against you, now you don't want that to be done. And I think um, one of the issues that I always encourage the couple in such, especially when we deal with conflict resolution, is that we must remember that we are on the same team. Yeah. And so we quickly remind each other. I, I usually say to the spouse, ten, it means that uh, now you are facing me, but uh, ten so that we face the same uh, direction. Yeah, and we sure. must, we must, we must, encourage couple whatever that you are going through today whatever that you and your spouse are not agreeing upon today turn um uh, you know stop fighting your, your your spouse turn and fight in the same direction deal with the issue and you'll see how uh, that enhances and actually uh, brings growth uh, to your marriage uh, as a couple that we, we must start stop facing each other in mm. terms of fighting each other but we must turn that we both of us are kind of meaning that we are standing on the same side and fighting whatever that is happening. Maybe let me emphasize this one just quickly. When the Bible talks about submission, um, one of the uh, explanations of submission uh, by Lockman is, is to say 
it's like in a, um, a parade of the soldiers uh, that there is an encouragement uh, to say when uh, the captain uh, or whoever of the soldiers says uh, 10 uh, or when you can fall in line, it means that all of us must be facing in the same direction and making an attention. And this is where I think it's important that we realize uh, that in marriage, even when you talk about submission, we are talking that let's be on the same side. Uh, let's not find that you are going on the different direction, I'm going on the different direction. The book of Amos 3, um, uh, 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 says, how can the two work together unless they agree? It is, the other translation says, how can the two work together unless they have an appointment with each other? Meaning there must have been an agreement before that, but that requires us to be on the same I'm visualizing it as you speak, and it's it's a game changer. <laughs> I'm imagining, uh, you know, a couple arguing or rather speaking, whatever the case is. But when you when when you describe that you look in the same direction, um, it's it, it literally, you know, you do it in a physical sense, but it changes everything. It does really change everything. And I think every time when we realize that we do not agree, um, I have taught myself and I think with my partner to mentally start saying, um, are we on the same side? And I usually say 10, uh, meaning uh, let's face the same direction. What is the issue uh, that we are dealing with? What is the issue that we must uh, discuss? And if we don't uh, come back to the basics of what is the issue, it will always create a problem. You find that we start fighting each other even over the things that were not even part of the first uh, discussion because now we are facing each other and we see all the faults. But when we are facing the same direction, then we realize we put the issue in front of us and we deal with the issue and we fight uh, uh, together rather than f- uh, fight each other. So, so important. And uh, maybe let's get into the the fourth one uh, with assumption, exaggeration, uh, blame, hmm, which is a fave for many. I think a lot of us sometimes want to take responsibility, so it's so easy to sometimes shift that and blame everyone else but um, yourself. Um, let's get into the fourth one, Dr. Semi. The, the, the fourth one, I think, is, um, I would say, scorekeeping. Um, and I think you did mention mm, uh, this uh, 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 previously. Um, it, it, it really destroys uh, communication channels um, if uh, our point of discussion or communication starts uh, mainly with what I have not done or what you have done and what are the issues in the past because um, we, we always encourage uh, couples to say, obviously at the heat of the moment when the emotions are high, um, we don't have to discuss the issue. Um, we can say, can we take a break or can we stop here because whatever we'll be saying from here might be dangerous for both of us, but also might be dangerous to our marriage. But we also say there might be a time frame to say, while we are not talking about this now, but when are we going to discuss it? And generally we put a 48-hour rule to say we must never allow 48 hours to pass before we go back to the issue 
and deal with it. The reason is because sometimes uh, we want to solve everything now, but when you realize, when I look back at my marriage, there are issues that did not need to be discussed then that I could still discuss now. There are issues that I have not dealt with them, uh, you know, then I'm dealing with them now when I'm mature and I'm better and there are certain things. But a lot, the deception sometimes in marriage is that everything has to be dealt with now. And that creates a, a problem. And that's why if we don't deal with them, then they become a score that we keep. And now when we deal with the issue, even if it's not related, we start bringing it up. And as a result, whoever the score is against, they, are, they have already lost uh, in terms of contribution to the discussions that we are having because they are already starting on the negative and therefore their contribution is just based on the past. Uh, and as a result, we are again not dealing with the issue. We start dealing with uh, the past or the score that we have left. So it's very important uh, that we do not hold um, uh, each other against our past. We deal with the issues. If we can't deal with the issues with ourselves, let's seek help. Um, I always encourage uh, you know couples that have a mentor or an a, a, a accountable couple mm-hmm. where you know that some of these unresolved issues can be dealt with in a, a neutral way, but with a person who hears from the Lord on your behalf. Sure. That is, uh, you know, something that is very, very helpful. If you've just joined us, that is the door, the voice of Dr. Semi Mukwena right here on Radio Pulpit speaking on communication barriers. Um, and uh, we've gone through four already. Where have you been? A podcast will be available on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Um, let's get into the fifth one. Um, what, what's that fifth uh, communication barrier? The fifth communication uh, barrier um, is, I would say, angry outbursts. Um, angry outbursts. It discourages, I think, communication and blocks communication when every time when we have to communicate, it ends or it becomes a wrestling match in terms of uh, the angry outburst. We must, we don't. While uh, we communicate to express ideas, to ex- express feelings, but it does not always have to end up into a negative emotion. And we must guard against that because it usually shuts down communication. If I know that my spouse, when I raise an issue, they are going to get angry, then it prevents me to raise very important issue, And that and starts creating the dishonesty in marriage, dishonesty in my communication, because I end up being uh, not being able to fully express that which I think is important for the marriage. And I think we miss that a lot of time, that uh, we think that for you as a spouse to be heard, you have to be angry or you have to uh, act it out, you have to dramatize it. While it does not necessarily always have to end up with this high trauma of emotions. And that's why we must always, we did speak about it when we started, that the tone is important, the approach is also important. So we must always keep those uh, in check to say, am I in the condition today to discuss this issue without me 
and ending up, you know, with you know being traumatic in terms of the angry outburst that always, you know, it has to end up with this, uh, you know, traumatic angry outburst, breaking things, uh, you know, pulling things uh, or crying and so on. It is important that we always keep our emotions in check. And I'm, I'm emphasizing again, I'm not saying we must not express our emotions, but that should not be the norm in our communication, that our communication is always uh, in terms of uh, angry outbursts because that shuts down. And I think particularly for men, one of the issues that makes them to be in the cocoon is if when they take out um, uh, uh, like a tortoise, they hate to communicate and the wife is already having their hammer to hit the head in terms of the angry outburst or blame or what, then I find a lot of uh, um, you know women asking me why is my uh, my husband not talking? We used to talk a lot, and I always go back to let's look at this bad habits or this communication barrier. If you have not missed this important part, uh, uh, that can your spouse express their emotion without fear of you uh, having an angry outburst or you uh, having some negative. Uh, emotion always in communication sure uh thank you so much for this uh sobering session i'm sure you know if we're being honest with ourselves we know where we are struggling and and what needs to be rectified um in in all honesty what we really really need to be working on um, what we really need to be working on. Thank you so much um, for this. It's truly, truly appreciated. Maybe your closing remarks as we wrap it up? Um, I think the closing remark I is just to emphasize to the family that communication is an act um, and we truly depend on the Lord and the Holy Spirit to assist us to know and learn how to communicate better. Uh, but I think today the emphasis was in order for us to reach the level five, um, of communication that we discuss, we must be careful at what are the some of the barriers, and we must always be aware that we deal with these barriers in our communication, but also um, dependent on the Holy Spirit uh, in helping us uh, to make sure that we don't create barriers um, and that ultimately we don't grow or deepen um, our levels of communication by these um, barriers. And I think. It's important that as a couple we discuss all these issues and find out how do I communicate better or what are the barriers that um, do I have or have I created in our marriage in order for us to improve uh, um, uh, our level of communication. Lovely. Thank you so much, Dr. Semimogwena. Much, much appreciated. Before I let you go, how do we get a hold of you on social media or any other platform? Um, uh, I'm on Facebook as uh, Semimogwena. Um, and I think we post some of these um, topics on, on, on my wall every Tuesday. Um, uh, and I'm also on um, Instagram as Semi Mukwena, I'm um, on Twitter as Semi underscore Mukwena. Um, and if there's anything, please just um, DM or, your, or, or inbox. Uh, I'll get back to you. Thank you so much and God bless you. Lovely. Thank you so very much. Much, much appreciated. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, it's five minutes before top of the hour. Big thank you to Dr. Semimogwena. Much, much appreciated. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your contribution. 
Um, here's uh, Ben Tankard with Christmas Love and followed by Roviwa just leading us to the news. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.